0: Hi, everybody. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Good. Well, I'm glad I can be here with you uh, on this Memorial Day weekend. Thanks for being here with me. Uh, For those on the live stream, I'm glad you can be here with us, too. So, my name is Michael Hayes, and I am the interim youth director here uh, at North Haven. And It's kind of a funny story of how I started here, too. Uh, So, I'd worked at a different church before here, and it was kind of my, my home church, and I grew up there. And uh, it was just kind of time to move on. And, you know, I grew up there, so it kind of time to do my own thing. And then, so what we thought was, after our big uh, explosion event, that's kind of the event we did for kids during the summer, that after that, it was time, it was time for me to, to go and move on. And, you know, I'm praying about what I, what I want to do and what God is telling me to do after that. And what I think he's saying is it's time for a break. And so I was like, oh, that's good. You know, I've done... Youth ministries, since I graduated high school, maybe a little break is nice. And so the event was in August, and then in end of September, my, my wife and I got engaged, and that night, uh, Alex Moe, the youth pastor before I took over, texted me and said, congrats, come work for me. So there was my sign. I guess it's no break. <laughs> So, you know, again, my name is Michael Hayes, um, and if I have, I'm sure I haven't met a lot of you, I just kind of hang out with the kids, but if I haven't met you, um, I'll be in the, the commons after the service, and come talk to me. If you have students, great. If you don't, I'll be there too. <laughs> so, who, I it's going to be a pretty easy question, but who here likes to listen to music? Yeah? Yeah. You know, I, I have music for every mood if i 'm happy, I have a playlist if i 'm sad, I have a playlist. If I was driving here today, I have a playlist if i 'm you know going wherever there's music for everything and we kind of we listen to music to kind of sometimes to cope sometimes just because we 're feeling a certain way um, and growing up, I, always, I had music i 'd listen to if I was you know sad, if I was upset, um, especially after high school i listen to this. There's this band that I love to listen to. I, I've seen them so many times I don't even want to count. It's a Minnesota band, um, and their name is Trampled by Turtles. It's kind of a funny name. I, uh, so I, I listened to his, this guy. His name is Dave Simonette. He is the singer from there. He has his own, his own band. And I listen, This was one song that I'd always listened to when I was feeling kind of sad or like feeling like, just something, it's, like it wasn't going to work out, whatever was going on. Um, Actually, so it kind of sounds like, like this. There's nothing I want, just So, as you can kind of see in that, or hear in that song, um, he's, he's not happy. <laughs> uh, you can kind of, you can feel the pain that he, he's singing. And so in the song, the whole, he made this album to, he had just divorced from his wife, and he was going off on his own thing. And you can hear the pain in his voice when he's singing these words. Like he says, he goes, that. I don't need you, you know, if I had, I have your number if I need you, kind of stuff like that. And so it's kind of what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about uh, lament. So before I kind of go on here, um, what is lament? Well, lament is mourning out loud. So we all know what mourning is, you know, a loss of a a loved one or a loss of of something, but it's usually something that we, we keep inside, that we don't like to talk about. And so lamenting is is mourning out loud, like he did in the song there, but specifically today, we're going to be talking about uh, biblical lamenting and how that happens in the Bible. So we're going to be going to Psalm 55 in a second here, but before that, so psalms, we've all, you know, read some psalms, heard some psalms. Psalms can be, you know, poems, songs. They're not just songs. Um, So not all psalms are ones that are filled with with joy or filled with happiness or anything like that. It because sometimes we because we feel like we follow God and we're Christian that we feel like we always have to be peppy or happy or the one person in the room that has, you know, that's not upset. We can't be upset because we're Christian. And so we're going to go through some psalms today that are written by David. David, you know, David and Goliath, that David that he has these words that show an array of emotions. And so David, he's believed to be the author of these psalms. And in this first one here, um, in Psalm 55, he, he's surrounded by, by his enemies. They're in battle, he's surrounded by his enemies, and he's betrayed by one of his friends. So the friend he's is a counselor, his, who he's betrayed by, uh, his name is Ahithophel i 've practiced that a whole lot this week. <laughs> Ahithophel is uh, betrayed him during uh, absalom 's revolt. So here in uh, psalm forty one nine before we get to psalm fifty five it says, "Even my close friend, someone who I trusted, one who shared my bread, has turned against me and then kind of going into the background a little bit more in 2 Samuel here, fifteen twelve, it says, when Absalom was offering sacrifices, he also sent Ahithophel, the Galanite, David's counselor, to come to uh, Gilo, his hometown. And so the conspiracy gained strength, and Absalom's following kept on increasing. So all that to basically say David was being betrayed. And so this, this psalm is records David's prayer after being betrayed by by his counselor. And in Psalm 55, 1 through 8, it, it says, Listen to my prayer, O God. Do not ignore my plea. Hear me and answer me. My thoughts trouble me, and I am distraught. Because of what my enemy is saying, because of the threats of the wicked, for they bring down suffering on me and assail me through their anger." My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death have fallen on me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I said, oh, that I had wings of a dove, I would fly away and be at rest. I would, be, I would flee far away and stay in the desert. I would hurry to my place of shelter far from the tempest and the storm. So again, like earlier in the song, we can feel... David's pain in this, feel his hurt from being betrayed. And because when, when we want to lament, lament, it creates honest worship. So we want to be able to be honest with God to be able to lament. And we'll go into kind of what that means, but it, again, lament, it creates honest worship. So we'll go into, going, moving into Psalm 22 here. Um, so in this psalm here, David, he's feeling forgotten about by God. Um, and he's, again, he's, he's surrounded by his enemies, and he's feeling forsaken or forgotten about by God. And so Psalm 22, uh, 1 through 2, it says, My God, my God why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer, by night, but I find no rest. So this psalm, it doesn't ignore the doubts or the questions that we have for God or the doubts that we experience in life. And it kind of it asks questions that are like, God, where are you? Or God, why have you abandoned me? Or why won't you help me? Do you even hear me? And I know a lot of the times that when things happen, we ask God these questions ourselves. And so, to kind of go into a story here, before so when I was 19, right after I worked my, when was going to college, was working my my first year after uh, high school, and. I didn't know what I was going to do. Does anybody really ever know what they're going to do? But I didn't know then either, and I was deciding, well, what do I want to do this summer or moving on? And I was at the, working at the church at the, on the youth group that I was at before, and we had uh, Trout Lake Camps come and do a youth group. And Trout Lake Camps, it's a, a Bible, call, or Bible uh, camp up in northern Minnesota. And so I was talking to uh, His name was Keegan, and he was telling me, hey, why don't you come work for Trout during the summer? Maybe that, you know, give you an idea of what you want to do. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. That makes sense, so I go up to Trout for the summer. And we're going up there, and it's going well, and I'm a camp counselor, and we're having fun, and I want to, it's a long weekend, and so I'm like, okay, I want to come home for the weekend and, you know, hang out at home and get away from, from camp. And so I come home, and... We're hanging out with my, I have all my friends over, and, of course, we're playing Guitar Hero like we always did. happens. And so we, the next morning I wake up, and that's when I uh, find out that my parents are splitting up. And uh, so I'm asking these questions right away to God, and I don't know what, what's going on, what's going to happen. The only thing that I do know is that it's not going to be the same when I get back. And so I go back up to camp, and we have, they call them our, our camp buddies or our summer buddies. And what it was is it was just somebody that they paired you with that you kind of did life with at camp. Somebody that you could you know talk to about things and be there for you and pray with you. And my, my buddy, his name was Sam. And so I went back up to camp, and I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll be okay. And the first time, I just start crying to Sam. I'm like, I don't know what, what's going on, what's going to happen. And I'm blaming God for it this whole time. Because I, why, you know, like it says here, why, why, why won't you help me? That was, I was asking that to God the whole time. And... So I just went throughout the summer and asking God, why, why is this happening? I didn't really deal with, with what I needed to deal with. And so we'll get into the rest of the story later on in here. But to move on about asking, so asking about these, these questions of God, why, where are you? Or, you know, why have you forsaken me? You know, even Jesus had asked these questions too when he was on the cross. Like it says here in Mark, um, Mark, it says, you know, Jesus is on the cross, and it says at three in the afternoon, God's asking, or Jesus is asking, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And even though Jesus, he knew his ending, he knew what was going to happen to him, he is still crying out his his honest feelings. Even though he knew how his story would end, he's experiencing separation from God because God can't look at him because he's covered in sin. And so he's crying out his, his honest feelings, God, why have you forsaken me? And so moving into the, this next, next psalm here, Psalm 23, it says, um, well, David says in there that <clears throat> life, it can be uncertain, but he has peace with God's protection. And so, actually, my, my wife and I, we have a phrase that we use when we talk about life being uncertain, we call it our, our dark and scaries, is the, the phrase that we use. And so it kind of, it started when we, we had just kind of started dating, and it hadn't been very long. And we, we experienced a lot of loss in, in our lives. And we experienced the loss of, of my wife's father. And it was hard. It was hard, on, especially on her, on us. It to kind of link stories together, her, her father was the pastor at the church that I had worked at before here. And so it was hard. We didn't think, you know, we didn't think there was going to be a way out or a happy ending. And so that came into us looking at each other when things get hard to say, no, no dark and scaries. And it's turned into a thing of love of when she says that to me, knowing that, she's going to be there, right? She's going to be there for me, somebody I can turn to when there is, you know, life is dark and scary, that there is going to be a way out. There is going to be a happy ending. And so moving on to Psalm 23, 1 through 4, it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valleys, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. So, the questions in the last psalm that we looked at of, you know, God, where are you? Why have you abandoned me? In this psalm here, God asks more of like, you know, David's saying more things Like, God is with me, or God guides me, or God gives me everything that I need, and God makes me new. That's where he's saying in this psalm. And so we talked about how lamenting, we need to be honest with God. And when we're honest with God, or we have honest worship, honest worship creates, uh, honest worship deepens our relationship with God. So through being honest with God, our relationship becomes deeper with him. And so we're going to we'll move back to Psalm 55 here in a second for a little bit but kind of to finish my story is when I was up at camp, you know, I got through kind of the summer and I was like, all right, you know, I got through it and I still wasn't moving on from God. I was still blaming him for, you know, making things happen and it didn't really come back until we came, I came back to Trout probably a year later just on a retreat with my youth group. And so I, I, walked, I went into that retreat and I said, you know, God, this is, I'm here for the kids, right? I'm not, this isn't about me, I'm here for the kids and every time I have ever said that, God has worked in my life completely. So it shows me being a little stubborn there. <laughs> but so I, we walked in and we went through the weekend and it was Saturday night. So we leave Sunday morning and it was Saturday night, the talk, it was the big, you know, altar call, the serious talk of the weekend. And, the speaker next to him had a suitcase with like a slit in it, in the top. And what he said was, he gave us all pieces, uh, paper and pens, and he said, "Okay, write down what you're going through. Write down anything that you're going on in your life, what you're going through." And of course, I was like, "All right, I'll play along." And so <laughs> he, we write it down, and he goes, "All right, single file, come up to the front, drop your paper into the suitcase." So I said, "Okay, I can do that." And so it was like giving. To God, right? Giving your stuff to God. And so I get up there and the whole walk to the front, I'm kind of just going, all right, I you know, I'm standing there with a bunch of middle schoolers that are hopped up on sugar still and I'm like, all right, I'm here for them just to play along here. As soon as I put that paper into the suitcase, I lose it completely. I'm bawling my eyes out and kids don't know what to do and I I had my, one of my best friends there, uh, Jacob, was with me. And I, I love Jacob. He didn't know what to do either. <laughs> He's kind of looking at me like, oh, what is happening? And I'm, I'm crying because I'm, I'm finally giving this to God. And I mentioned him earlier. It was funny enough, uh, Alex Moe was there with the North Haven Youth Group that weekend. And I had met Alex a couple times, and I thought he was cool. We'd be on a mission trip together. And Alex, his parents, had divorced as well. And so he sat there with me and helped me through what I was going through. And he, we went through like, hey, you can't just start blaming God for this. You need to work through this and you need to be honest with God and yourself and work through this and, and come out better and come out with a better relationship with God. And you know, full circle. It's kind of funny that I started working for him then, but <laughs> it was you know, God had put somebody there that weekend in my life to to help me work through this. And it, it wasn't just a you know a easy now I'm now I'm good. It, it wasn't. You have to work through it. It's sometimes it's hard. We you have to ask yourself honest but really uncomfortable questions sometimes to work through the what you're going through. And so. Here, kinda going back to Psalm fifty five, verses twenty-two and twenty-three, it says, Cast your cares on the Lord. He will sustain you, and he will never let the righteous be shaken. But you, God, will bring down the wicked into the pit of decay, the bloodthirsty and the deceitful will not live out half their days. But as for me, I trust in you. So let's talk about trust for a second. It it's hard. I know it is. It's hard to trust somebody. It's not like I'm walking up to a random person and telling them what I'm saying here. I mean, I kind of am today, but <laughs> it's not like I'm walking up to somebody we're not walking up to people and saying all of our you know, darkest secrets. And as I was preparing for this message, I was thinking about, well, who, who do I trust on, on earth like I do to God? And that brought me to my wife. And right because... To have a marriage and love each other, we have to trust each other. We have to know everything about each other. And she's the one person that knows everything about me. And it obviously didn't just happen where we met, we went on a date, and I told her everything. You know, it takes time, and we... It, it takes time to be there for somebody. We, you know, we've, we went through a lot of things together, and it brought us... We were honest with each other, which then it deepened our relationship like it does with God. We're honest with God. We're honest with how we're feeling with God. And and then through that honesty with God, it deepens our relationship with him. And then because a relationship is getting deeper, because a deeper relationship with God, it creates trust in him. And... So we've read a lot of psalms today, right? And a lot of the times we think, you know, David you know royalty or anything like that, we have, to, we have to be somebody important to be able to write a psalm or to write something like that. And that's, that's not true. I, it helps me a lot to be able to, to write out a psalm or a poem or my prayer or something to figure out how I'm feeling And so, as we are getting on the closing end here, um, I have a couple questions for you guys. Questions that are important because they're honest, but they're uncomfortable. Uncomfortable to answer for ourselves. And so, if you guys will close your eyes with me, I want to go through these questions and have you kind of think about them. And so, they're going to be on the worship card that we gave out to you, and we'll get to what I want you to do with that after, but let's go through these questions. What is something that is not okay in your life? What is something that's not okay in the world? What is something that is not okay in your neighborhood? What breaks your heart? What in the world, or what in the world, can you not unsee? Or what is a pain that you can't unfeel? So, with these questions, my challenge to you guys this week or moving forward is to do something that helps me a lot, to write out your own psalm. Like I said, we don't have to be David and be somebody that defeated a giant or something like that. We can write our own psalm to help us answer these questions to God because a lot of these questions here are ones that, when answered, create some of the best worship songs, some of the best Songs of Lament. And because, I'll go through one more time quick, you know, what is something not okay in your life? What is something not okay in the world? Or what is something not okay in your neighborhood? What breaks your heart? Or what's in the world that you can't unsee? Or a pain that you can't unfeel? So answering these questions will help us to be able to Lament because if we want to trust God, we must lament. Because lament creates honest worship, which through our honest worship it creates a deeper relationship with God. And with, our, with a deepened relationship to God, it creates trust in him. So if you bow your heads and pray with me, Dear Lord, I thank you that we can be here this Sunday. And then we can, we can be with you. I pray that you let us all know that we trust in you and that we can be honest with you about how we're feeling and about how we're going through. I pray that you let all of us know that you are with us and I pray for a safe holiday weekend and a good rest of the week. In your name, amen.